Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast, and we are back with another episode for season two. And I am very excited that today we have the lovely Jessica Rich on the couch. Hello, welcome. Oh my God, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to Private Talk. I'm excited to get to know you a little bit more. You're a fabulous fashion designer. I love your shoes. I've seen your collections. I'm very excited to know all about you, but like, you know, the things that not everyone knows about you, you know? <laughs> yes, yeah. We want to tap into those, you know, those secret vaults that you have, Miss Jessica Rich, and let Private Talk know a little bit more about you. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. We always talk about like, you know, the basic things everyone asks me. So yeah, I'm excited. But those are important too, because that's why you are who you are. And so let's see what all these things are going on. So how are you today? Thank you for coming. Thank you for taking the busy day. My power went out, but I'm I'm here. I'm here. Well, the gods have opened me and I'm glad that you made it. I'm glad that you're safe. I'm glad that you're here and going to uh, talk with us. So how is it for, you know, having such, you know, a big collection that you do and how is like... How does it feel having some of the top stars like wear your shoes and like ask and reach out to you and do those things? Like, how does that make you feel? It feels pretty like surreal, actually. It's like, um, you know how sometimes you like lay there as a kid and like you'll not even as a kid, but like just in life, you're like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this. And when it actually happens, you're like, wait a minute, did I just do that? It's, it's like almost of, aha type of moment. Yeah, like, wow. Meaning like whatever you set your life, like, your mind to, you can get it done. And I just want to be able to inspire anyone out there who has dreams, who you know, gets discouraged, who wants to maybe not start a business or like they feel like they don't need enough, they don't have enough funds to do so, just do it, just start. Yeah. Sometimes you just like, don't think about it, just go out and just do it. Whatever yeah. it is, brick by brick, however exactly. it happens. Literally, that's For sure. exactly what I, what, I, exactly what I recommend, just starting. So you have, you recently just opened a store at the Beverly Center. Mm-hmm. How is, how does that feel? Like how is that big of an accomplishment? Like actually not just website, because everything now is just like the internet based and having an actual brick and mortar store, like you about it. Yeah, you know, I actually was um, on Melrose first. I started out with a small office down here, like maybe like a block away. And it was like a room like this big. And I thought that was perfect for me. And this is like in 2018. And then we started outgrowing that room. Uh, I looked for a space on Melrose. And there was a space that was open that I was like, oh, my God, I love this place. Like, can I please get the lease? And they told me the rent. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so expensive. That's when I first saw it. Like, I was like, when I passed by, I was like, oh, what's that? Yes, yes, yes. And I was so scared to take that step. And my mom said, Jessica, you just have to do it and just not think about it because you might go buy that store later on and see another person there and wish you could have had it. So I, I did it. I took a step. I That's did. empowering, you know, the, yeah. being pushed like that with how, you know, if I'm a strong woman, you know, like that self too. Because sometimes it's like you don't have that teetering like, oh, let me do it. You'll just still think about it. And right. And hasn't done it. Right. And if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't no. be here. Yeah, because I did the store and I had that. It was open for like a two years. And then the Beverly Center reached out to me and said they had some open, open vacancies. 
And I went to look at the vacancies they spoke about, and I gave me this incredible store next to Versace and Burberry. And I'm like, wait, what? That's this is amazing. crazy. So it's such a great blessing. So is sure. that something that you always aspire to do to be in the Beverly Center? Or is that something that came later on with everything? Is like, how does that feel? Because being, you know, by those big chain stores, not even a chain, like those big yeah. iconic stores, like that's a big, you know, um, achievement that we're going to give you. Pause no. for that one too. Yeah. Um, thank you, thank you. Honestly, that was never my goal to be between those stores. I mean, I definitely wanted my notoriety later in life about, like, my business and how far I've come. But, like, to put between those two, I was like, whoa. Like, I really worked hard for this. You know what I mean? Like, they're not just leasing anyone to flood that space. For so sure. You have very... to have lots of, not just clout. You know, you have to have to back up all those things. You do. All you those do. many shoes. All those collections. <laughs> all those things. All the people. Yeah. No, but I definitely wanted to try them all. Excuse me. Try them all because I heard that the traffic was a lot better than Melrose. So that's definitely that we're experiencing it's great traffic it's great awareness it's great like you have girls that come in there going into like Fendi they're walking into my store because they're just where I'm at so just yeah definitely it's a foot traffic you know it's, it's a walking advertisement and kind of yeah you know, in a sense and now that everything's picking up because of the pandemic you know it's I'm sure that's a lot more yeah. business coming through you know the doors and stuff like that as well yeah we're finally getting back to normal shopping slowly we're, we're at like 25 congrats now, that's a big step you know especially you. with all you know having to wait those things did that yeah. happen during the pandemic that you yeah. actually got your store yeah I, I shut down last march and then we were just operating like office work behind the scenes there and then i moved to the Beverly center in november mm-hmm. so it was still like it was nope. barely open then yeah. in the mall so it was like six people at a time in the store so who is the one celebrity that you have dressed and that has been like the biggest like kind of like fangirl moment for yourself? Not for everybody else, but like for <laughs> you where it's like, oh, yes. Like you may, maybe even designed it for that person, maybe had it in mind or something that kind of like came into fruition. Oh, my gosh. Um, people always ask me this question and I, and I definitely can't single out any single celeb. I would say every single one has definitely made an impact and been an awing moment. Um, did I ever design anything specifically for someone? Yeah, I think I did design shoes for Kylie. Um, not, you know, in my in my mind, I'm like, okay, I see her wearing always. It just fit with shoes. what was going on yeah, in the closet at that time. And I'm like, let me hope if I drop these off, she'll wear them. And sure enough, she did. So I think um, just watching the stars and watching what they're wearing, what the trends are doing, what their styles are doing, just it keeping, helps out. Yeah, to know, you know. So I have a question, and I have to know the answer. How many shoes do you personally have in your closet? Oh my god, I have less shoes in my closet than I do my my website. To be honest, really. So you're yeah. like you just keep you give them away to everyone. You're not keeping anything for yourself. You know what's crazy is I, I you know my customers come first, but more so I wear them a couple times. And I just toss them because I design them. So I can see yeah, pair all the time. I can just imagine all these shoes and just like having because me, I'm like I'm a Gemini and I like if I like something, I get like three of them Same. because I'm like I'm going to wear them a lot and I want to have them and because I have access to them like yourself, I'd be like. Okay, I need three of these, three of these. And then I guess because you do have access, it's a little yeah. easier to you. But I was just like, I still want to hoard some for myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I like have them all like lined up, but I don't have all my styles, to be honest. And I'm really excited. That's a shame. You need Isn't to think, crazy? you know, self-care. You need to like I have know. those in a vault somewhere for you, Manchester. I know. I need to keep my own secret stash, my own shoes. We know what it's funny is that um, I used to wear my own shoes so much to the fact that, you know, I get it. I'm a designer, but I do enjoy other brands. Like tonight, I'm not wearing my shoes. Um... But it's good to switch it up and yeah. everything like that. But it's like also, you know, it's a walking average. And I get that. But it's also, yeah. you know, you have those like good pieces that you do that you just have to like, you know, always yeah. have them on display. That's true. That's true. And, then I, and it's definitely like I've learned to filter out things I don't wear. So there's a lot of other shoes that I don't wear as much that I've been giving away and like closet sailing. Just, I hate hoarder. I'm a hoarder. I saw hoarder like shoes from like five years ago. 
I, I was kind of like a guilty victim of that too sometimes yeah. where it's like I've had to have the push be like, do you really, when's the last right. time you wore this? And I'm actually at this stage right now in my closet because, you know, we right. were the pandemic for so long and then things were kind of opening up and whatever. Now I'm like, I halfway shopped and then I stopped shopping and now I'm like, where do I, is all my clothes? Right. Help me. Like, exactly. I feel like I have, I built a whole, like I took a whole room in my apartment Good. and made it into a closet. It looks like in Nordstrom's Same. and I still feel like I have no clothes. Right. Same. No clothes. Same. I'm like, how do I walk in here? And I'm like, mm, nothing yeah. to wear. Luxury problems. That's not really a problem. It's a good problem to have, but yeah, I think it's just time for me to shop. I think it's time for no, me to shop. No, it's crazy you saying that because I did the same thing and I, 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 you know what it is, girl? It's like you wear something on Instagram and you can't wear it again. Yeah. That's what it is. It's because you're photographed. Even like with me, like with the podcast, every episode, sometimes, you know, I can't re really, I can wear, re wear it, but it's like I can't really. Wear it. Right. Like, like so, you gotta make it really a moment. It well, you gotta, to you gotta sell mo that moment, and you and gotta make it, make that, <laughs> make it worth it. And then the it's done. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have that problem too. That's like maybe that's why our closets are like the same. Same. Like, I'm like looking like <laughs> twins. Nothing. I can. I, mean, I literally. It's a whole bedroom. It's a shame. Sometimes so I'm sad. like, why? I'm yes. Shame, shame. You watch I, it, I don't it. feel shame, but I deserved it. <laughs> All the things I did, that's right, private talk. Exactly, exactly. So I hope funny. you're liking this episode. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and um, subscribe. Yeah, do all those things because it's going to be a good one. I like yes. it. So we talked about Nordstrom's. You just signed a deal with them in DSW. Yeah. How is how did that come into fruition? Talk about that. Like, yeah. did you just? I mean, that these are all big accomplishments that you have. Like, these are obviously something that you've been working for a long time and up to these things. But it's yeah. amazing that it's you know it's a time for you to celebrate you. No, honestly, um, DSW emailed us back in like October and contact like she's contacted us on the website. Hey, DSW, we'd love to put you on our website. I'm like, why? Oh my god, this is insane. So we emailed the buyer That's back. That's even better. Like, you, you know, not us. even, yeah, because it's like your product speaks for itself. Right? Oh, my God. I was like, wow. So we got on the phone with her, and she's like, yeah, we want to put you in for Black History Month for February. We found you on footwearnews.com, which is, I'm on there a lot. And, you know, we saw that you're African-American designer, and we didn't even know. We'd love to get your stuff. So, boom, that's kind of how that happened. We're online with their site. And then as soon as opened the Beverly Center, Nordstrom's called our phone my employee was like, Jessica, that was Nordstrom's. I was like, yeah, get out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I'm like, no. She's like, that's a buyer. She asked if we wholesaled. I'm like, do we wholesale? Of course we wholesale. <laughs> so literally I called her back and I was freaking out because like she didn't, answer, she didn't answer the phone like the first two days. And I was like, oh my God, did I lose her? Did I have the right number? Did she write it down wrong? I thought my- I should have answered the phone. Yeah. Like, Don't oh my God. Yeah. And I literally was like freaking out. And then finally she called me back. She said, sorry, we were in market. We were busy. Let's talk next week. And then- it went really fast. Like when I'm talking, like it went from looking at our line sheets to us not tell. We didn't really tell them our price points at first of the wholesale, but we said let's just see what they want first and then go from there. And when they ordered everything, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a huge order. And it's, it was a massive order. It was so much stress for us because we literally like like made our factory work overtime to get it on time to them, and it got to the states on time. But then FedEx screwed up the entire oh, no. delivery of it, like by three no. weeks. So three weeks late to Nordstrom's is like the worst thing you could do as a first time, you know, person. But they were very lenient and very understanding, and they're it's all in store now. It just be like COVID, like, yeah, co COVID, like everything COVID nineteen. Yeah. Like that's the excuse for everybody to deliver. It's, it's COVID. COVID. No, <laughs> this is real. This is the truth. But it's like it that's really a disclaimer. COVID. This F. We're gonna have a warning label. COVID shipping yeah. delays. Yeah. But yeah, they finally got everything like last week. That's awesome. So, that's yeah. really cool. That's a really big accomplishment to Thank have. You. I'm proud of you for Thank sure. You so that's much. really cool. And I and I know that the buyers. I'm sorry, not the buyer, but the stores are telling me that the the reaction's been really good. 
that they needed like they all they always needed like a midpoint of like above Steve Madden but then under like Amina Moody or something like mm-hmm. that because girls don't always want to spend seven hundred dollars on a shoe yeah and they want to be a little bit more high end than you know, and still good quality because it's like quality. you know that's a big you know thing. I'm a shoe girl myself so yeah. it's like I like to have. I don't like to spend depending on what it is. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's all about for me it's like shoes or accessories. That's why right. I love them so much. Accessories are a part of the like the best part of an outfit. You can right. do it from jewelry to shoes. Yeah. Um, but so it's like depends on what it is. But for me I also like the middle ground because it's like I want to spend money, but I also want to wear it a couple of times. Yes. I don't want it to like, you know, that's why I feel like the ones I spend that are really high, like I know it's gonna last. Right. If you know I'm not drunk and like falling exactly. over and scuffing them uh-huh. somewhere, you know something happens. My dog, who knows? You're but so you know, yeah. but um, but yeah. So it's one of those things for me. Is like why I also like I have several shoes from everything from, I mean, high end to low end or whatever. It just depends if they look hot and they're you know semi comfortable. Right. And some of them are like the most more comfortable ones where it's like that middle point. Anyway, middle point, it's yeah. that cushion, the cushion, literally. Yeah. <laughs> There's no cushion in high end, <laughs> like zero. So talk about a little bit more of like, you know, being in the industry and like coming into as being the black female um, shoe designer coming up in this industry. Like how it was this, you know, was it struggles? Was it, you know, open doors? How, you know, talk about it. No, it definitely wasn't open doors. It was more so like what I noticed mainly, I would say is like, you know, I I was this fresh designer out of nowhere. Like never, I was doing clothing at first. I did have a clothing store at first online and people kind of knew me from that. And when I transitioned over to shoes and then I put all these girls in all my stuff People were like, whoa, she, like, how did she come up with this idea? And then, then everyone's copying me. And then next, I set this trend of like this PVC trend. I did PVC shoes. Like, my whole line was called Transparent. It was called Transparent because Very I didn't, right? didn't want to like compete with a lane that I knew I wasn't even like involved in more than like a couple months. Yeah. I didn't want to think of designs. I just figured if I made everything clear, it'd be the easiest. Sometimes basic is like all you need. Right. And, and people forget about that. Yeah. That's kind of where I, my niche was. So then I became the popular PVC designer. And then from that, I started doing more designs with different fabrics and things like that. But that took, that took me two years to get there because I was like, let's There's levels, you know. Creative. But you, you were good at what you did. You know, when you came in, everybody liked it. You know, they yeah. grew into something. And sometimes it just takes that signature look and that signature thing to, like, rock it. And then, again, like, your name speaks for itself because Thank it's you. kind of goes with, like, your style. Like you said, you're on with trends and you're doing these things where it's like if you would wear it, your girlfriends would wear it, you kind of, like – you yeah. know who's gonna buy you know who's gonna be your buyer that's very true that's kind of happened so then then like me finding them finding out I was black or whatever african-american it was like a little bit harder like i noticed that like i'd have a big celeb or my stuff but i wouldn't be covered on like press certain places but then so did you find yourself kind of like hiding a little bit more behind because you didn't want to attach yeah. that to or did you i kind of almost tell like people knew like obviously it's my like on my personal page i'd promote obviously it's my collection but on my brand page i didn't really ever put that i was african-american mm-hmm. just because i was like, how would I become high-end without being typecasted and put into a bubble? Like, I kind of felt like, oh, yeah, she's cool, but she's African-American. She's not going to ever be high-end. That's kind of how I felt people would think about me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel how you could feel that yeah. way. But I feel like that's a shameful way, but I feel like it's society in a sense. Yeah. It makes you feel that way, but it's like you are high-end. You know, you're high-end from the beginning. It's just like when they tell you to hold on to something and they think that nobody has its worth, but you know yeah. what your worth is at the end of the day, and that's what makes it shine even brighter at the end. And that's Amen. kind of like why your <laughs> blessings come into fruition and everything is coming that's good to you right now. It's for you sticking it out and being, you know, knowing that you had a good product and even just your mindset and your attitude about it is really, you know, humbling and very cool to see someone come up through all those things and still come out really successful. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was difficult. But now we're like, we are African-American. <laughs> I'm here. I'm staying. I'm here for sure. Yeah. You should. You know I mean? For me, it's like you should stand up. You should have your face. You should have, you know, your market. If that's who you are and what your brand stands for, is it seems like to me is who you are, you know, yeah. and it's a part of, it stems from that. And 
that's, you know, you're African American right. and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So but you said that before about the major brands, like copying all your things. How, what is that feeling like? Is that like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those things that it's like imitation is flattering, but it's not, you know, like, um, you used to like, hurt me a lot. Yeah. Oh my God. It would used, oh my God. I remember I would cry. I would be like, no way. I literally just put this out. You know, what's kind of funny. It's like, I, I, I designed things that I, I wanted to be hot and I know it'd be hot, but then once I put it out and the world sees it, I'm like, dang it. Why did I just give them the, the like mm. the cool shoe, you know. What but I it's mean? also, but you're also, you know, benefiting <laughs> it as well. So, you know, do, how do you distinguish what you don't give up? Because I'm sure exactly. there's certain things that it's like when those moments come. Like, yeah. how did, how is that struggle? How does that, you know? Pan I out? had to let it go. Like one of my good friends is Carl Kanai. He's been a legend. I love him. He was one of our first episodes on yeah. the show. And I remember, and he'll never forget. He told me, Jessica's like Jessica. You have to just keep going. Don't even think about when someone copies you. You're on to the next. Knowing you did it first, like. You, you have the energy you spend on that you can be taken from your creative i'm like you know what you're right and since that happened now it's like i don't care yeah that's <laughs> you good know you know you, you have to like not dwell on the negative and not that they said negative but it's again but it's like imitation flirt you know is flattering but like you said you did it first you gotta you're, you're on to the next one they're just yeah. gonna come bite your next your next move you your next doing next. what's going on right <laughs> so what do you think is the best advice you've ever been given my mom always tells me she's the best advice. Always, my mom always tells, I'm sorry, tells me that um, just go for it. Like, don't think about it. Your gut instinct is gonna probably try to steer you a different way. But whatever your initial thought was, like, should I wear the white top today or the black? If it was white first, wear the white. There's a reason why, you know. You're so you always go with your first choice. Always. That's important to have because yeah. I I struggle with that myself. I feel yeah. like it's one of those things where it's like um. It's like you know your own intuition, but it's like you, when you start to second guess it, and it's yeah. like the more you start to dwell on something, then you second guess your intuition, exactly. and then it's like which is it? And so that's that that gray area. So if you were right. just listening to your first thing, working on that, yeah, stuff. Me but too. yeah, but a better, you know, uh -huh. it's it's, it's a, all practicing. You know what I mean? It's like it's something that may not come easy all the time, but you right. know, you still think about it. You still <laughs> think like, about like, hmm, what if I didn't do it? And then yeah, oh, no, I'll just make sure I do. That's it. That's good <laughs> advice, mom. I like that. Yeah, mom has the best. I mean, whenever I don't listen to my mom's advice, it's never good, ever. She said, when you come, become a parent, you're going to know. I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's insane. It's pretty insane. <laughs> so tell me something that everybody talks about and hypes up about, but you think is overrated. Oh, my gosh. So many things. Um, my God, Bitcoin and all this stuff, like cryptocurrencies. Like, not that it's overrated, but Jesus Christ. I, I gave money to, um sorry, and invested money to Dogecoin. Mm -hmm. I put $4,000. It's so much money for me to do. If I, I hate gambling. Or unless it's not, if it's not my money, if it's my money, I hate it. But if it's someone else's money, I can spend yeah, it. Roll it. Yeah, roll it. <laughs> Give me 10, you know? Let's go. But my own money, I'm like, oh, my God. So I put 4000 and I lost all of it. And I'm like, my friend had just won. And like, the day I put it in, I lose. So it's like, I hate gambling. And I feel like just stick to how you make money. Try to gamble. So, what was the hype and what made you be like, oh, I'm gonna the do Doge? the fourth? Yeah. Oh, like, because, like, I think, like, um, I don't know. Who's so, gonna... tell us about. So, you, you went in at what point and did you, like, kind of oh. like how you, because there's people that are still doing well on it. It's a it? thing. So, um, I went in, I think it was like at 60, like 60 cents or something like that. And then I pulled out when it was like 40. I don't know. I, I don't know how the, the just is how it works. My friend was running it for me, but he left all his money in. He now, he like $30,000 he made. And I, if I had it, like, because like, it's one of those things you gotta like leave it in and i i can't i'm like every day i'm like what does it say yeah you're like for me too i'm not a gambler i'm like i worked hard for this yes. money and i am not about to give it up and if i am i'm gonna look but at it right exactly. here and like so i'm like checking numbers like i'm a numbers person exactly. too so i'm like mm. so like Same. i'm very like yeah i never got into it but i wanted to there was times when i was like i can't i don't even know how to get into it or right. like whatever and then i was just like i don't know enough about it 
do it. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a trader anyways. I just started, you know, investing into, like, in the market and things like that, too. Right. And a smaller scale and learning, like, little bits like that. But as far as that, I was like, Ugh, right. I'm, I'm going to keep my coins over here. But I there's know. people that, like, did really well. You know what I mean? So it's like, millions, you know, know. yeah. But, so it's yeah. a catch me too. <laughs> I definitely am, like, I'm very smart with my money. I'm very, like, I'm a tight ass. I can be tight ass. I'm sorry. Yeah. My mom trained me to be like that. Like That's not a bad thing, though. Know? I feel like, you know, you spend it, well, like, you know, where I'm sure that you, you, you want to, it. you know? That's, you know, what it is. But you work hard for it, so it's like, why well, just throw it away? But yeah. if somebody else's, sure. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to throw yours away and mine for, well, like, wait to mine at the end. <laughs> so what is one of your social media weaknesses? Oh, my God. Um, are you a troller? Are you going to, like, memes? Are you, like, stalking people's pages? What are you, what, which one? Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok? I'm on Instagram all day long, but more so, like, because I, I'm trying to interact with my um, followers more, like, when they write me comments and DMs and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, I think... So it's all work-related. Yeah, it's usually work-related, me just knowing what's going on in the world. But for me, like, taking personal photos is so difficult. People think I'm a model. I'm like, no, I'm not a model. Like, I'm... I'm like, why? Because you don't think about it or you think that you, like, don't look and you're good in your picture? Like, why is it hard for you to take a, like, Instagram? Like, people think that that's it's the easiest so much thing. Work. Like, so I, so I get paid from brand deals, like, every month. And, like, being on time the exact day, the exact tag, the caption, if you miss a day, if you're, it's like, oh, my God. Like, I got, like, some food yesterday. I had to make sure put four-story posts within, I'm like, what if I can't eat that day? What if I forget? What if I'm here? I'm like, yo, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is too hard. I think I saw that post. Yeah, it's, it's really good food too. But I'm like, but it's just the fact that it, like having to do everything with yeah. that thing when you're so busy already. Yeah, that's so it's part. like you really have to like pencil it in, which yes. is like, and then you like forget because you're already hungry, and then you're exactly. like, damn it, I forgot. It was, it was so cute. I already, they sound a lot alike. I feel like I'm, <laughs> we're like the same. I'm like my brain thinks like sometimes it's like uncertain other things, but if you shift gears because they do like thousands of different jobs right. in your head, right? You forget that one back there that you're like, damn it, dang it, yeah. So Don't be I mad do, at me. I know. <laughs> so these girls that have like millions of followers and they're like health junkies and they do all these things and makeup at 10 a.m. And I'm like, they have three cameras in their house with lighting and editors. I'm like, yo, I don't know how it's to a lot. do it. I cannot. <laughs> I wake up, I how do you afford to do all that? Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. expensive. It's a lot. <laughs> that yeah. adds up. So kudos to them. Yes. <laughs> I'm just sticking to designing shoes. <laughs> so what advice would you give your younger self if you could? This is mom, mom gives you a lot of good advice. I'm sure you have good advice inside of you, too. What would you give your younger self? You know what's funny is, like, I'm not saying that I'm, like, I'm perfect or anything, but that's the way I used to live my life, and I still live my life where I don't have things to tell myself. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, I never I never live in regret. Like, anything I've ever wanted to do, I did it. Like, if I, if I had $10 to my name and my rent was due tomorrow, I'd spend the $10 on burgers. I care. You know what? I just... Reckless. I am just like... Reckless. I I, I ride away. You know what I'm saying? But it always works out. It always works out. God always has me a very... But have you always been like that? Always been like that. Since you were a kid. life. Yeah. So you would would tell her, (laughs) just keep doing the same thing, baby. Yeah. Just keep doing the same thing. And I would say, maybe um, try to live a little bit more like in the moment. Because if you're ever around me, I'm on two phones at a time. But that's the thing. I work from my phone. So I'm very blessed to get to this point in my life where I could be anywhere at any time and work and I don't have to be anywhere. I feel that, yeah. So people have to respect that and people just, oh my God, you're such a... It's a guilt thing sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, for me, it's like, you have to, you do have to micromanage it to a point. Right. But then it's because it's like, okay, maybe at seven or eight o'clock, pick a time where it's like, okay, maybe I should put it down. Right. Because it's like, I'm the same way. Like I work on my phone, everything I do for the podcast is on my phone. But it's like, sometimes they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm really working. I'm not on, you know, sometimes it is an Instagram thing, but you're working, you're posting things or doing whatever. Right. And 
sometimes it's not, you know, so it just right. depends on what the guilt is. So it's for me, I'm like, okay, at this point when we're either eating or doing whatever, I'm going to put it down. Right. But other time you are just so that's hard. With it. You're like, going to deal with it. But again, it's a work in progress because it's I so know. hard not to not make money or exactly. feel like you're, you're missing out on something or it's like that FOMO of like, where's the next this or whatever. Or if I don't do this, like you said, you have all these checklists that you need to do that yeah. you're like, fuck, what if I do? But then it's also sometimes it's like, okay, to like really my machine to work properly, I really need to shut Zone down. Out. You know what I mean? And that's for me with the pandemic, I feel like taught me a little bit more. I'm still on edge a little sometimes. Right. I'm like, I was talking earlier. I was like, last week wasn't the busiest for me, but I had like the next two weeks were crazy. Right. And I was like, I found myself on the couch and I was like, man, I'm lazy. I'm this. I'm like, but right. I have so many things going on, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm yeah. just going to sit here and do nothing yeah. because I deserve it. No, I, you I know I've that. been on this road for like 10 years of my life Same. that the last year because of the pandemic was so the first time that I've Same. actually stayed home the, the longest in my too. life that I was like, who oh am I God. as a person? I'm like, I don't even know how to function in my home. Yeah. I didn't even ever like I was there probably 50% of the time. Yeah. And so I had to learn how to be a, a real person yeah. um, and learn how to do real relationships and right. not be like, oh, I'm out. Like, I'm you know, out. so it's, it's yeah. a lot of personal growth, which is always amazing, especially this stage in my life. But, um, definitely challenging of whatever but those are also things of like what you put into yourself where it's like oh maybe i should have taken a bath or just turned it off or watched a whole fucking netflix series and not yeah give a fuck i watched so many netflix series <laughs> i've been netflixed too. out you know what i mean but yeah did yeah. you ever catch covid i did not oh, wow you're lucky not you yeah. caught covid back in july yeah how was that for you was it it was um, mild though yeah I so mean, it wasn't something that took you out completely you just kind of like a normal cold or something mild thank god not from like anything but yeah, I lost my taste and smell, but I got back within four days. Okay. Um, I know how I got it. My friend came to my house. Literally, I had seen no one the entire COVID, not one person. My friend came over, dropped off a bottle of wine for me. That's when things were starting to kind of open up, maybe like, you know, end of like July for like a week. And he was there for five minutes, but when he was there, he was like, Jess, it's really hot in here. I'm like, really? But, I, but my place is always hot. I'm black. Everything's always hot, you know? <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll turn the air on. Turn the air on. He left. Next day, he's like, Jess, I'm so sick yeah oh my god i feel so shitty i have really bad temperature i'm like oh my god what's wrong you're like you're like, we're in my house yeah. He like, yeah he's like go get tested and then i was like i'm fine four days later then i started feeling some mm. like cold like kind of like achy sweats like i'm like oh it's just a cold and then boom got cold. do you have so anything good. like um lingering effects afterwards no like, i mean you know my, my smell was a little off for about a month i'd say it was like not as strong mm -hmm. i don't think it's still as strong as it was because I believe it's like one I feel like everyone's been different. Like, I know yeah. for me, and like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I've gotten it one time in my life and I didn't know about right, it or right. like whatever. But I mean, I'm pretty healthy. I take, you know, I'm on a like, I do health, like black mm. seed oil, sea moss, like every day, like, like on a red, like for the last six months or so. Oh, wow. But even before then, I was still doing stuff like ginger, like all this stuff, whatever. So I don't know if it's just because of that or like I've gotten it before in January. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But I've been lucky not to. Um, Good. So, but yeah, but I feel like at this point in our in my life, like I will get it eventually sometimes, right, you know, right. but, um, you getting the vaccine? I, I'm not yeah. running in line to go and jump and go and Me do neither. it, but <laughs> if I have to be forced to for travel purposes or whatever, then I will cross that bridge when it comes right. to it. But I'm not, um, I'm just like we said, I've been, you know, I've, I've traveled a little bit, you know, not crazy like I normally would, um, but I have gone places and I haven't gotten it. And right. like I said, for what I do, it's working for me. Right. I'm so cautious. Like, you know, I've always been like not a germaphobe, but even when I traveled Super. before, because I traveled on that plane every single week, yeah. I 
cleaned everything. I watched. I was mindful of what I did. You know what yeah. I mean? Just was things. I definitely washed my hands way more than I've ever in my yeah, life. Same. Which is crazy because it's like it kind of puts you back in the basics of things you that you were like personal space, one. doing yeah. these things or whatever that you're like, oh, this is what like normal life should be and not yeah. just like greed and like everything being, you know, so, yeah. you know, bolsterous about certain things. But you live and you learn, you know, it's definitely, I'm glad that things are starting to open up, but it's also one of those things too. It's like, I don't want you're, to open up you're like, I don't, uh, we're, I'm like, do I really want to go? <laughs> I don't want it to open up. Like and I'm a homebody now. I love being at home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like yeah. I've made my home, my sanctuary of things. Yeah. So it's like, why leave or whatever? Like I like <laughs> spending time with myself. Like I'm Same. pretty fun. Like, no, I'm, no, it's you know, I'm, I'm okay like, with that. I'm by myself. <laughs> you can FaceTime people. You can exactly. Do you, you, you can be regiment. You can do face masks. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, I found there's a lot of things you can do when you're at home. You're doing COVID. Yeah. And classes. you don't have to even spend as much money exactly. as you once did. Exactly. But I still, you know, Nails indulge, home. indulge, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, those, yeah. Those are, I have date nights. It's funny because now I'm like, on Friday, I'm like nine o'clock in bed doing something. I'm like, man, my life's so different. I used to be like, Going to work at 9 p.m. Yeah. and like being in a club hosting, doing things. I'm like, I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> I have no regrets, no regrets. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of fun doing everything, but it's again, yeah, it's it's um evolution of where you are and what you good. do in life. That's really good though. We have all learned to like be at home. So with all those things, sometimes, you know, even with the pandemic going down or being like slowing things down and but you're still like, you know, a designer. So for you, I'm sure it also gave you more time to design things or even yes. get like business wise. What are your go-to strategies to kind of keep you focused on like the road to like success and getting your goals done and achieved? Um, my go-to strategies, I would say just uh, you know what's funny is I learned I was putting out so many styles I put out so many styles because I was kind of like on a mission to just like make sure that I put them out first before anyone else because I could see trends where they come. Um, so are you like a person who works like every hour of the day? Like I could see you just working aimlessly trying to get shoes out there because you wanted to like prove a point to people that you knew. That's how it was for the first was. years. Now this like last year, like since COVID to now, now I've had so many styles. Now I'm being very particular about what I put out okay. and when I put it out. And now like this year I haven't put out any shoes okay. since November. So now you I'm feel happy out. about it. Yeah, yeah. I know. But, <laughs> that, like, if were, but, no, but it's like, it's a stress. Like, it's a, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you've done those things where it's yeah. like, now it's like, why shouldn't you make it a, like people are waiting for the next yeah. shop. Like now, that's what I kind of miss. Like I kind of miss the customer being waiting for it because yeah. I used to put it out once a month, and so it's a new look of the month. Rashing those shoes, and everybody be like, "Where are they? <laughs> ah, Jessica, give me the like, shoes." Yeah, like some girl you DM me. She's like, "Jess, isn't it about time for motion?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." Like sorry. tap tap, Miss um, Jessica. What, what, yeah, yeah. So no, I think just doing um now it's just kind of more about my personal life. Like I'm getting older. I'm single. I'm, you know, I need a boyfriend. It's so hard to date. Okay, my life. I was gonna say dating life. What, what's all that about? Dating life is disaster. So you're not on any like sites. You're not on anything. Of course, like, I'm on the guy I'm dating right now. I actually met him on a site. People so you are dating. Yeah, I mean, I'm dating someone. Like, it's very fresh. Like five dates in, six dates. So in. what does that mean? <laughs> like, it's like you have five or six dates in, and what kind of span? Like a week, two weeks, a month. Okay. So it's going pretty okay. like steady right now. Okay. Yeah. So you're not exclusive though. Not exclusive now. Not so yet. if private talk listeners out there, you still have a chance. So if you want to <laughs> go and like, you know, slide in her DMs, you know, maybe you have a chance, but you have to have a great resume. I might have to be like, you know, yeah, you can do the gatekeeper <laughs> of those things because I got my eye. I love it. You know what it is? It's like I I I'm very picky and I have to be, obviously, because you know, There's I nothing wrong with that. Don't, don't say that as a bad thing, girl. Yeah. Speak it out loud. You've always asked why am I single. I'm like, well, it's not that easy to date me. Like, 
It is. I'm like, speak for us, girl. Yeah, Let's hear it. Yeah. I'm single too. I mean, for yeah. me, like I said, I get dating life is where, like, but for me, like that you said, how did you find this one now? You found him on I a dating on site? Hinge, on Hinge. Yeah, on Hinge. On okay. Hinge. My girlfriend found a boyfriend on Hinge. We've been together for a year now. And she's like, just try Hinge. I'm like, are you serious? I mean, I feel like. But did no. people like know who you were? What did that make you feel kind of like intimidated to know? Like it's so funny. I've had a couple. That's the thing. The people that I met. I'm sure maybe people saw me on there and said, but people I didn't match with them. So that, okay. You know what so I mean? had, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like I've, I haven't had anyone say like, oh, I know you. But I, I just one guy's like, oh, I know you. But it's like he's like, why are you on here? I'm like, why? Instagram is so hard to meet people. It's all thirsty like crappy guys that I don't like. I'm so particular. My type is so twitchy that if it's not that, I don't want it. Describe it to us. Yeah, like it has to be like entrepreneurial have to have your own business or like not be strapped down to like nine to five i mean you could be have a nine to five it's fine but it has to be like your own thing you okay know what i mean because i've dated guys who don't have their own companies and it's just hard for us so to tied down to somebody else's idea yeah okay because then we don't have a lot to talk about on a day-to-day basis okay that you makes sense I, mean? I want the same goals with my guy we both want to do this we both want to get the house we both, you know what i mean yeah um no kids preferably someone who's really good with their family Someone that has a great style, that's like number one for me. Like style looks is like. You don't want to be a stylist. Yeah, I, I, I used to be a men's stylist, to be okay. honest. And I, I'm very good at styling guys. So just someone has their own like. But you want you to know, like make sure that he has it already put together. Exactly. Like you're like, let me just go in your closet. You don't want to be like picking everything out for him. Literally, no. You know, someone who's like a gentleman, that's hard to find too. I've been on dates with guys who are not even walking on the right side of the street. I'm like, dude, why am I on the right side of the street? You're old-fashioned. I like it. So old-fashioned. It should be that way, though. But those are like, the things is like, so women, like, you say it like it's a negative thing. Like, if that's what you need and you want, then that's what you need and you deserve. Yeah. And there shouldn't be any, like, if diamonds are about to buy I'm just it. used to a certain way of being treated. All my exes yeah. treat and me that way, so it's like, I can't go it's down. A, it's <laughs> a standard, for sure. Yeah. And like, especially if that's what you like and as a, and from a man, because that's a man quality. It's a man quality. Then that's, okay. Because like, people get it twisted. Like, I'm a boss and all that bull. And I'm thankful for that. But I'm also very submissive in my relationships. I let the man be the man. I'm not someone that's like, I, I've definitely had my speak about things like restaurants or what to do. I'll put my input, but I let the guy be the guy. And that's, I think people get intimidated yeah. by. They think that I'm just like so alpha all the way that they don't have any room to come in. I'm like, no, I'm so chill. Like, yeah, I feel like that's why like, <laughs> but those are the guys that are like the ones that don't need a shot. Because it's like, if you're not willing to see that I have an other side and if you can't right. be alpha too, and not alpha right. like, like um what is the word like over egotistical alpha because right. there's a level of like what your alpha can like be like don't try to out alpha me because yeah. let me be alpha when i need to be but let me also be like okay thanks exactly you know, in a sense but i feel like that's you know then they're not deserving exactly so what why is this one special why is he's on front number five number six date like what kept, oh what kept him around what kept him around <laughs> let's see well first of all he's he's my type for the like physically everything type but he has a great personality um his job's really interesting as well we have a lot in common with that um and he's also consistent consistent like everyday text everyday calls how are you are you cool like is that your love language yeah love words language of affirmation words of affirmation are my love language um like cutesy stuff also i'm very giving so like someone who's very giving is also very important um he's really into his family like you know he's allowed to date outside of his race because I'm, I'm very, I usually date interracially, and they, they can't usually date outside the races, so his parents approve of me being black. It's fine. Like, okay. So those type of things are very important. So all me. the boxes are checking off. Yeah, like a lot of them. That's <laughs> very – fifth or sixth date, and you already get family approval. That's pretty – I mean, I haven't met his Fast family. Track. No, no, no. Oh. I haven't met his family, but what, we had a conversation like – are you allowed to date black girls? He's like, yeah, my, my girl I was talking to before was black. Okay, perfect. Okay, so that's like, what it was. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, like, wow, that's a fast track. Yeah, to, I know. Where are we going? <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> so, no. what do you think is one thing that men fuck up in relationships? 
I would just say being honest because at the end of the day, we are women and we just know the truth. We can roll with it if it's you call me and say this as long as I know the truth. If you make me look crazy, if you lie to me and I find out later, it's just breaking trust. What's is, making you look crazy, Justin? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm saying. What like, have you done? What's the craziest um, thing that you've done that made you look crazy because of a man situation? No, no, no. None of my exes have ever put me in that situation. But I'm but saying, but if it was that, if it was that, oh gosh, like being married still and me not knowing about it or like. I mean, like a baby mama or kids that I don't know about or just you used to be in jail 95 times. Yeah, all honesty more. things. Like, yeah, like you're an ex-convict who smuggled money from fucking, I don't know. Like, I'm like, like, are these on your dating app? Where are these men coming from? I'm just saying, those are things that was scary. Turn like, off, crazy. for sure. Yeah, like, you know, because I'm in the public eye and like, I mean, the minute I post a picture of someone's like, oh my God, who is it? Like, I remember I was, I have a lot of, I have a lot of guy friends. Like, I have a lot of guy friends and. There's a guy that like liked me, but didn't really show me he liked me. And I posted this other guy like friend. Oh, you're dating this? That's who your boyfriend is? Like, yo, that's, slow down. That's when they start getting mad. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, why didn't you say something? Like now, <laughs> so you think I'm just walking around with girls all day? No, I have guy friends. It can go both ways. Sometimes you hear that and you're like, please, I wish I had never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> then I don't know what to do. Funny. That's so, yeah. So, yeah. So I'd, I would hate to tag someone. And I was like, Jessica, did you know he had like five girls? I'm like, oh, no. You're like, no, I didn't. I didn't I'm not, yeah, tagging someone's a big deal. Huge. Like, you know what I mean? On your I'm end. more so for the girl. Okay, I'm a very confident woman, but I'm more so about this. When girls, because I know girls have really nice, good guys, and if they tag them, I know the girls are like, oh, my God, who is he? What does he do? Like, they want to, like. They investigate. Yeah, negative onto the relationship, yeah. and it ruins it. You'll never you know? see anyone I'm ever dating on my Instagram at all because it's nobody's business. I already give my life right. so much to like everything else right. that I was like, I have some things private. Like yeah. I don't need to advertise it. Like I, you know, I don't not keep him around. I don't, like he's not hidden anywhere. Uh -huh. I mean, there's no guy out there at all, but I'm right. just saying he right. wouldn't be hidden under a rock or anything, but to my, you know, friends and family and whatever it is like that's cool. But right. to you know, the world, it's a persona and that's, Instagram life, right? You know, right I mean? It's right. not reality of my whatever. So I, I keep mine very um, <laughs> close. Everything that they get to get out of me lately is private talk, which is really cool because it's been you know a great platform for me to talk my shit and uncensoredness and right. learn a little bit more about me through my guests that I have, right. which is just in, in typical conversation. It's like right. girl talk and getting a little bit more intimate. I love it. No, I definitely, if I get a boyfriend, then I'm definitely going to put him on there, but I'm not going to tag him. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. don't need to, like, advertise it. They'll still find it. <laughs> the, Think? Yes, God. they will. <laughs> Girl, what do you think these Instagram, I mean, people have no. I can't follow him now. I'll have to unfollow him. Because <laughs> otherwise. You're sweating over there. Like, oh, damn it. I need to get it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. It's so sad. No, it's not sad. What is your craziest encounter with a celebrity? Do you have any? Craziest encounter. Oh my gosh. Was oh. people like rude to you? Did they tell you any, or like any, maybe they try to hit on you and you're like, oh, I don't know how to get out of this. Did, um, um, maybe just being, I mean, I've know? had some pretty crazy, I've had some pretty, I have a lot of celebrity friends. I've dated, I dated a couple of celebrities actually, but I can't say too many who, but one's really known. So, um, I don't know if you guys probably know publicly, I dated Stephen Belafonte. Stephen Belafonte is Mel B's ex-husband, but when I dated him, he was fresh out of his marriage, so everyone thought that I ruined it, and I mm. broke it up. And I literally had known Stephen, even when he was married, but just as friends, um, I just knew him. And then after they broke up, we kind of connected, and then I was all over social media and all over the tabloids, like, Jessica Rich is getting beaten by Stephen. I'm like, first of all, you guys can't just believe what And then rope the everything, yeah. He's the most sweetest, down-the-earth guy you would ever meet, and he would never even, like, have an argument with me. Like, he hates... I think you guys like see in tablets, he's opposite of that. So it's like goes to show you can't judge a book by its cover. 
and I had so many vlogs. Like, oh my god, like I'm like, oh my gosh, people just go crazy with they. So you just got labeled mean. like yeah. what it was because you this was the it's one. Past. It was the one after. So it needs to be like that whole thing. Um, wait, sorry, one more time. It was like you were the one right after. Yeah. So it was like you got labeled like, oh, you broke them up. Yeah. Oh, you did this, and you're like, wait, I didn't even know. And that he's this. a wife beater, and this, I'm like, no, she was a crazy one. I'll tell her to her face, she was a crazy one. Yeah. And it was, it was totally not him. And everyone that's met Stefan has said the same thing. Like, oh my god, he's so down. Or he's like, he's actually like one of like probably a dream guy. So you've never yeah. seen him act out of character, even never. when he's drunk, mad, or something, and like whatever. Because people sometimes get out of you know out of character, not because. It's makes them a bad person, but yeah. sometimes things happen or whatever. Maybe the other person's, you know, they're just fighting and things happen or alcohol, drugs, who knows? You never saw any kind of side where you were just like, mm, it could slightly be true. No, when he when he um is drunk, you don't even know he's drunk. That's the scary part. Those are he's the scary so those are the scary chill. type and you're like when they tell you afterwards, you're like, damn it, I thought you were sober the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's one of my good friends. So I mean the reason why we didn't work out and I mean, I don't know. At the time, it wasn't right. Like, he didn't want to settle down at the moment because he was still going through a crazy divorce. We still really cool friends. Um, so there's still a chance. still single. Y'all I just saw both? him last week. Like, he's just a good friend of mine still. But I don't think Stefan will ever be ready to settle settle down again, though. That was 10 years of his life. Yeah. About it, so. I mean, it's a hard, you know, marriage is a difficult, you know, yeah. thing. Well, marriage, yes, it's a difficult thing. But divorce after something that was so long of a marriage years, or whatever, and, you know, it's very, it takes you up. Like, I, you know, I was, I'm divorced, and I was married for three years and together for five, but it was still with that. It was, like, one of the hardest things I had to do, and it was my choice, but yeah. it was something that is, like, very, you see a lot of stuff, especially, you know, yeah. his was, like, super in the media and, you know, things like that. So it's, like, you don't, if it's right, wrong, or anything going on, which is nobody's business but what their relationship and their family only, right. you still have to live it even if it's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you live it double, which right. is, you know, the unfortunate thing about how mainstream media is and, you know, and sometimes they miss, you know, they portray things, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's what are your thoughts on, like, how do you feel mainstream media is? What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that it's a positive thing, negative thing? Do you think? Mainstream media as far as, like, relationships? Um, just in general. Um, I mean, mainstream media, it's, it's good. Because they have ways to construe any, yeah, any narrative. They do. Like, I know a lot of friends that are close to Kanye and Kim and, like, what they're going through and what they went through. Like, I know what's really going on and, like, what, they're me what they see on the media is completely opposite why they're breaking up. So it's, like, crazy how you just never know. But people get so, you know, like, stuck on what the media tells them. And no matter what they say, they just don't believe it. So why are they breaking up, Jessica? I can't tell you. <laughs> we want the oh, truth. I can't. I NDA, but, um, no, but honestly, it's just insane. Like, if I tell you your shoes are green, and they're really, it's like, you just have to, it's crazy. How First, yeah. Believe it. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that it's, it's, um, very manipulated, like, into how they want you to see anything, any situation, yeah. you know what I mean? Which It's crazy how it can work in your favor and then not. You know, I've had a lot of people on the couch, too, you know, where it's been good and bad, and, you know, and them seeing the difference. And, again, at the end of the day, we're all people. We make mistakes. We, you know, we're real life. Like, this is our real lives. We're not, you know, doing things yeah. for TV, airtime, whatever. And things is, like, people go through things. They struggle from anything from relationship stuff to family things to personal work things it just depends you know people need to just be more empathetic I think and then yeah. realize that we're you know it, the media sometimes portray things that it's not so shiny sometimes yeah and it doesn't have to be so bad sometimes <laughs> either <laughs> very true very true all right private talk I hope you are liking this episode we're going to take a little bit of a break and when we get back we're going to play truth with Texas my favorite part <laughs> can't wait this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew it's time to snap out of it spring is here and it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form at a fraction of the cost. 
Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, strong erections to combat all forms of ED. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to the door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you or your partner could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code PRIVATETALK at checkout, just paying $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code Private Talk to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. All right, all right, Private Talk. We are back and we are ready for Truth with Texas. I'm excited. I've been enjoying this episode. I hope you guys have too. I hope you've been having fun. I'm having so much fun. Yeah. Are you ready to play Truth with Texas? Super ready. How do we play? All right, so you're going to pick a card. You're going to pick each of the cards, and each one is going to mean a different type of question, which is going to be get to know you a little bit more intimately. We have uh, private, uh, you know, information needs to be coming out right now. Just Jessica Rich. But no, so <laughs> it'll be a naughty question, a romantic question, a kinky question, and um, yeah, we'll okay. just, just ride with it. I pick, so I pick four? Just pick one at a time, and okay. we'll see. Oh, okay. Okay. got it, got it, got it. Okay. Ace. Ace of Diamonds. Okay, so the diamonds. It's a spicy question. <laughs> spicy. They're all a little spicy. <laughs> don't don't be shy. No, never shy. Never okay. Shy. Craziest place you've ever had sex? In the woods. In the woods. <laughs> Can you explain and elaborate a little bit on the story? <gasps> In the woods. Were you camping or you just like no, ran no. into the woods? <laughs> I was camping. Yeah, no way. <laughs> no, this is we take this back to like my twenties. I literally was dating a guy and we were what were we doing? Oh, I know. His car broke down, and we like pushed the car, and then we were waiting for the tow truck. So as we're waiting for the tow truck, he just started like, "You're like, on damn, me. I'm so horny." And it's like a porno movie. It's off. like you know, the car breaks down, you're waiting <laughs> for the mechanic, and off in the woods, <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> a big hard dick just came about. In the yeah, woods. we're waiting for like an hour, hour wait. So yeah, that was a fun. It was fun. It was fun. Was it like, like it was kind um, of suspenseful? Like, oh was, God, it, was that watching? the first time you'd ever had sex outside? Yes, first time. Are you like an exhibition? like that you know i'm very kinky when it comes to like i'm, I'm down for whatever like you know i'm not whatever whips but like, and chains will you know say your name don't like whips and chains i'm not i don't like being cuffed or like no but you're doing them not to like you being chained like oh. you're doing it to them have i done that you're gonna be a mistress you're gonna be like whoosh, whoosh. with your whip <laughs> get on your knees and serve me <laughs> Now, Mistress oh Rich, you know, it's Rich. I like the name. Mistress Rich. I like the name. It just rolls off the tongue. It does. It rolls off. Yeah, yeah. no, I've definitely done um, kinkies and like, something like that before. I've chained someone up before. Yeah, I'm you sure you have it. some sexy costumes, like some black latex I can picture. Maybe I'm just having a sexual fantasy it was like right nurse, now. It's like, like a playing nurse. out right now. Yeah, yeah, like a nurse outfit. No, you can't be a nurse because, you know, it has to be like dumb. Like black latex, you have fishnets, you know, like a little yeah. whip. You know, the you have to be vibe. like, like if, you know, like a dungeon vibe. Got you know? it. You yeah, need to be yeah. like, yeah. I'll, I'll give you some pointers, don't okay, worry. I see, where, I see where this is going for you. I see where this is going for you. <laughs> okay, love it, love it. All right, what are some completely like off-limit things in the bedroom? Like, you're like, absolutely oh no, I will not do it. Maybe you've tried it or you will just won't try it. No anal. No anal ever? Did once, never again. Why? It was just something absolutely painful. I just hated it. Just It was, I used numbing cream. It still was 
disaster. And then For it, your first time, you used yumming cream? Yeah, I had to. What do you mean? But how does... I was so how does, Hold on. Hold up, Jessica. We are new friends here, but we're about to get into it. I had to. <laughs> but this is my question. Okay, but how do you... Like, did you pre-plan the anal play? Well, he because, like, like he how do you just be like, this is my first time, and wait, I have anal lube. Oh, or, I mean, he anal. Or, he requested it prior. Like, he, oh, my God, like, let's, try, like, let's try this. And I'm like, okay. He must have a big dick. Because no, it's small. It was small. It wasn't that crazy. But still, I just don't. It's nothing supposed to be meant to go in that area. It's just I don't understand how someone with a small dick is requesting it anal. Like, what it, hold on, wait. What is it called? Anal sex, yeah. No, 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 no. The anal lube part. Lube? No, but you made it. It's it's numbing lube. Numbing, numbing right? lube, yeah. Anal, it's called anal ease. Anal ease. Okay, if I have a small dick. I personally if found I it. I have a small dick. I'm not asking anyone to. I mean, small to me, you. like seven. Seven's not that small. To That's me. not small. Yeah, seven inches is not like. What tiny scale are you on? Like, if small is where seven starts, Jessica Rich. Because most, most <laughs> girls think like seven's small. Like seven's big for me, but. Yeah, it's not small. Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, I've done porno in my life, you know, once or twice. Well, several <laughs> times. But um, yeah, seven's not small. Yeah, know? it's like normal, right? Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah. I think, uh, I think average is like six. I think really I think I could be lying though I don't really know it was just so painful I couldn't do it the next day I tried to go to the bathroom and I was dead. so I was like never so you're like no no was this like it doesn't feel good at all it's terrible it's like a technique you know what I mean like for me I'm not an anal person whatever but I have done it and every time I have I had to be like horny for it I couldn't prepare that's why I'm like how do you prepare you know you have this on the side I'm like <laughs> it just had to be like I was really horny for it and I Got just needed it, it. But, like but again, Your mind state. Yeah, like I just, but I couldn't like if I premeditatedly know you want it, I don't want to do it. I my right. pussy, my ass, everything will be dry. Right. I'm like not happening today. Desert. Sorry, <laughs> not happening. Desert, desert storm. <laughs> not happening. All right, let's move it along. Let's get another one. Okay. So we're gonna have an ace of what do we got? Got another ace of hearts. Hearts is romantic. Okay. Would you consider yourself a romantic? I'm so romantic, like hopelessly romantic. What is the most romantic thing someone has ever done for you? Wow, um, I would say. And if you want to tell us who, I won't be mad at you. <laughs> and neither will private talk. Gosh, I remember I was dating this guy. Um, I'm, I'm all about like little cute, small gestures. So day this guy, he was like, um, I was like feeling that great the day. So he's like, and mind you, I've been dating him maybe like two, two weeks, right? Jess, what's wrong? I'm, I'm not feeling well. He's like, how about I send, send you to the spa? So he sent me to the spa. And one of my favorite hotels, the Mandarin Oriental in New York, probably the best hotel in New York. And um, sent me there for the full day. We're talking like for four hours I walk outside two dozen roses on the freaking thing for me I'm like oh what the heck like nice so sweet and then oh yeah pussy's wet for sure (laughs) go shopping today whatever you want and sell me a thousand dollars I was like oh my god definitely wet done and done that's the kind of thing like guys don't understand how the small things matter like it's just yeah yeah it's because it means you're going out of your way to make me feel good about it and not just something that just like you you know, yeah, I like just like, like random. That's the, what I need. Thoughts. Yeah, so the thoughtful. Have you ever dated a woman? You know, I've never dated a woman, but I've been with a woman twice. Twice. Yeah. So you like it, just, love it, hate it. You know, it was repeat it was more offend. Like, it was more like a fun thing, like just for the moment. It wasn't anything that I could do like. But was for it real. with like a guy and you and her, or was it just one on one? Yeah. So my one of my good friends, my one of my best friends, like my guy wants me to like, do this thing with him. I'm like, what? It wasn't me having sex with him. It was just me and her like fooling around. Have you had fooled around before with her? No, never. How do you start that conversation? Hey, we've never. But she's like, had, but she's like my. Be- like we talk about everything. It's like, girl. Da-da-da. Yeah, but I talk a lot about with my best friends. But I don't know if I could be like, 
hey, I'm going to fuck you, and I've never fucked you. But it was all bullshit. We didn't really do it. It was all for tech, all fake. Mm, okay. Like, okay, my okay. hair was here, but I wasn't okay, doing it. Okay, so you were acting. <laughs> it was for a show. Like, don't right. get me wrong. I'll fuck somebody if I wanted to, but I would intentionally be like, hey, we're going to whatever. Because, like, with my girlfriends, like, even when I was in, when I did, you know, porn before, like, we never, like, people would thought we would be fucking all the time. I never fucked ever any of these people. Like, <laughs> right. it was like, if we worked together on set, it'd be a thing, but we never were out at a party doing whatever and people be like thinking all kinds of like nah it's all your imagination yeah, and what you the think. perception of what it is right. like it's actually a job and right. job's not right now and so <laughs> see you later <laughs> but you know what I mean but so that's why for me it's like I and also too I'm from Texas so it's like being with girls was like very taboo like all my girlfriends I'm and a lot of them I've made out with them and they'd be like the next day we were drunk and then they'd be like I don't know what you're talking about I'm like okay sure whatever yeah she was to deny it sure I liked it even if you didn't no, <laughs> we but yeah so I didn't it. know sexually about girls until like later on where it like opened up and I was like right. oh yeah I couldn't really be with a girl though there's no way I need a man like me too smell like, I, him, I like, like being with girls but for like in a relationship manner it's like I need someone to alpha me yes and that's, and hard. that's hard to do. <laughs> that's hard to do. That's very hard to do, for sure. All right, next one. Okay, cool. Uh, Spain, I think, right? All right, so it is a naughty question, which we're all... More naughty see. than the ones we're doing now? I mean, they're all a little naughty. It's truth with Texas. Got it. All right, favorite place to have sex? In the bed. bed. I'm very traditional when it comes to that. Doggy or missionary? Missionary, for sure. One night stand? Never in life. Never had one. Does size matter? I mean, I don't like anything over seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a small So seven is your number. I just like, I'm very you said, I'm I have small. a small vagina. Yeah, I'm just like, I like my tight vagina, you know? Keep it tight. Keep it right. Yes. Hmm. Oral sex, sloppy or clean? Clean. Have you ever squirted? Never. Don't want to learn. Don't want to do it. Don't want to. Don't want to do it. All right. Last question for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Naughty. Naughty <laughs> oh All right. What type of porn turns you on? I don't watch porn to be honest. Never watched. I've it. watched it before, but it's not my thing. So it's not something if you were a horny, you'd be like, uh. So, Never. So are you like in one of those people that's like imagination? Like, are you thinking about past events? Are you like, what's in your Pandora box? Like, what are you masturbating to? Um, I would say, gosh, do I have to, do I have to answer this question? I mean, you could pass if you feel uncomfortable. Can I pass on this? Yes, one? you yeah, can. It might be a little. All too right. Much. Favorite sex toy? Just vibrators. Role play, yes or no? Not really into it. Mm, last dirty dream you had? Last dirty dream I had. Or do you have dirty dreams? I never remember my dreams. I, I don't really like. remember my dreams. I don't. I've never really had any good naughty dreams, no. Have you ever been caught masturbating? Never. Sneaky. I, like I live alone <laughs> for like All right. 20 years. Last question. <laughs> How, what's the most number of times you've had sex in a day? Three. Three. Max. That max. was like very rare. Have you ever had sex with multiple people in the same day? No. My God. It's fun sometimes. Is it? Oh my <laughs> God. I'm one person. I, I like the one guy. I'm very like traditional when it comes to that very, kind of thing. Like, yeah. So you're not a one night stand and type I of person. Never, you're not kind of like any I of those things. I think you tested first. I don't even do anything without That's tests. smart. Like I'm For so sure. crazy with that. Um, and I just like the same guy. I don't like to. Like, There's nothing wrong you know with that. What I mean, like, don't don't shame don't shame yeah. yourself. Don't do it. That's nothing wrong with that. Some That's why Mister Five and Six date over there. He's still in the running. He's probably yeah. still. I don't know if he's been. You haven't done anything he's yet. He's dipped in the pond yet because he needs no. to go through whatever. But, the, you know, there's a reasons, and that's, you know, if that's your protocol, you're yeah. going to baby steps into what it is. But that's how you manifest a beautiful relationship. Yeah, I just feel like all my relationships that I've had, like real boyfriend titles, have been slow roll, like 
you know, dating for a couple months. And, okay, now let's make it exclusive. Yeah. I don't want to date otherwise. If so do not. you think he'd be mad right now if you dated somebody else at this current moment? Like if you want to date with somebody, and you, would you tell him? I mean, if he asked me, I would be honest about it. But, but you're not just going to indulge. Yeah, I haven't been on a date with anyone since then. Because he has my full attention. Like, I mean, the people always say keep your options open. Of course, if someone texts me, it's wrong. Like, and, like... I'm, you know, if I was so there's still hope for you guys, but it seems like she's taken. I mean, I mean, just I mean, that. I just like like what I like, and like I don't want to focus on. I love that though. If that yeah. works for you, then that works for you. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And well, then if it doesn't work out, then I'm okay, fine. Then I'm from energy. So. And then you're on to the next yeah. one. But I, I wish you well. Thank I wish you. you a beautiful relationship. If it's this one or somebody Thank else is going to be a suitor for you, is going to best so match fun. you. I appreciate you so much. Yeah. Uh, please let us know where we can follow you, where we can support and buy your shoes and oh all gosh. those things. Yes. Catch me on JessicaRich.com and at Jessica's Collection. And my personal is Jessica Rich. Awesome. All right, yeah. Private Talk, you heard it. I'm going to go purchase them myself because they're pretty sexy. You're not I checked them out. Oh, I love gifts too. But I will definitely support because I love all my girls out there Thank but you. all right private talk thanks for tuning in make sure that you like and subscribe and go follow her right now <laughs> thanks guys without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.